You're listening to The Mid-Twenties Crisis with me, Mark Shudbolt. And me, uh, Ben Pounce. Pounce. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Now we're on it. Now we're on? Look at that. Ah. Perfect. Does everyone feel happy that we're back together? Totally back together and totally happy. Yeah, we're both refreshed from having little holidays. Yeah, we've had fantastic little holidays. Both refreshed because Ben's not been on the podcast. No, we're not refreshed because of that. We're worried. We're deeply worried. We're entrenched and worried in a terrible situation. It feels like 1984 all over again. (laughs) I've had some great reviews. Have you? No. Only from you, <laughs> during I'm, that podcast. Yeah, it was nice though. It was a really good effort, actually. And not like, oh, really good effort when someone crashes headfirst into the yeah. sand pit of the long jump. <laughs> it was like, it was nice. It was a really interesting listen. And was also, it? hella preparation. You must have done genuine preparation. I'm pretty preparation. Yeah, I had a whole script. I wrote like a 2,000 word essay. I mean, when I was in year seven. That is unbelievable. Yeah, when I was in year seven, if someone told me, write a 2,000 word essay, I'm like, nah, mate, that is impossible. There's no way I would do that for leisure. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you did. I did you, it. You leisurized a 2,000 word script. Yeah, there was, a bit, there was a bit of fumbling. I had to edit out a whole bit where I went off tangent and then totally lost track and I was just going, oh, 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 oh. And <laughs> but <laughs> I, I thought, because Claude said, so Claude listened to it and said, you know, Mark did. Very well. Did you, have to, well. did you have to edit a load of it out? But I left your stuff pretty much as you left it. What do you mean, pretty much? No, but I... I, I, I thought I was forbidden. <laughs> I, was, I squeezed out a little tiny little bit. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I, like, I cut off... I started, I cut off your first um, and I thought, actually, you've done barely any ums. I'm just going to leave it. What about my... No, I like that. I was doing a lot of... Did you I notice it before I mentioned it in the podcast? No, I haven't. I hadn't yeah. noticed it. Yeah, and then afterwards you noticed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I don't know. I guess I was, I was like... Checking my notes. And yeah, you're trying your hardest. I, I was trying my hardest. But you know, I'm, I'm glad you're back, Ben. It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, so you went to India. Why did you do that? Was I right? Were you, were you getting fanned by a little, no, by a little Indian boy? No, a little, little Indian boy, a little Indian cherub, cherub boy. Um, we went to India before Claudia's mum's 60th birthday. And There's we did. No, she's 60. Yeah. Happy 60th birthday, Jill. Yeah, it was really nice. You don't look a day over 59. That's not a total compliment. You don't look a day over fetal. That's somewhere, somewhere between. You're, yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It was really lovely. Lovely lovely to be in India. Uh, lovely food. I think Jill just wanted to do it forever and ever, and 60 years is long enough to wait to do something you wanted That's to do. Uh, I've never waited 60 years for anything. Yeah. Nor me, nor would I want to. Curry? Very nice curry. Lots of poo? Carolyn curry. No one got the worrying deli belly. Good. Which, is, which I, I felt sort of slightly competitive about what you wanted to diarrhea up the wall no 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 there was a point toward the end of the holiday where there was a like frightening mood where it was like don't you dare admitting to being ill because that means the whole trip will be ruined (laughs) we're looking for a perfect score here young man (laughs) pretend like you're okay oh what so what did you have a bit of a a bit of a, a no, I think there was some private, some private members of the party who like would like to remain private, <laughs> who privately <laughs> deeply worried about shitting themselves. So someone had deadly belly. I don't think they did because otherwise we wouldn't have got a perfect score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it became a weird pact among everyone, sort of a pact of silence. So suffer in silence and keep the perfect score. <laughs> right. It was a very nice trip. That's good. Did you see any like temples and Indian things? What Heaps of temples. Yoga. Uh, did lots of yoga. A uh, little bit of meditation within the yoga. A, ma- a yoga teacher mentioned my perineum much more than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Which bit is the perineum? Your is it gooch. that bone? It's your gooch. Uh, 
Yeah, you don't need to know about your Gooch in a yoga session with you. What was you. he saying? Nice girlfriends, nice mum, having her 60th birthday. And he keeps saying, and your ankle towards your perineum. Oh, OK. There's other things there. Right, and Reference your something else. Like Tell your sweaty me. ball bag. For Did you example. have a sweaty ball bag? That's a shout out for Robbie. Just no, Robbie asked for a reference here, so sweaty ball bag. That's what he had to in. contribute to the show. He yeah. just said sweaty ball bag. Yeah, good for him. Was it a sweaty yeah, ball bag in India? Was it? Were you really hot? It was pretty sweaty. Yeah, it was like thirty. It's mid thirties, and and then felt like mid thirties crisis. <laughs> There's the sequel. <laughs> Don't listen to that. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was really lovely. I did write some notes. I went to see a nice Jane Temple. There was a very sweet woman. Jane? I think it was like an ancient precursor to all other religion. Jane? Yeah, Jane. I don't know either. Jane. Ancient Jane religion. Austin. Founded by Jane Austen. <laughs> and uh, it was really lovely. And, but the, the lady, which is sometimes the case when you're travelling, was really enthusiastic about showing us around. She did tell me off because she said very specifically, don't touch anything in the temple. And then I tried to touch something. Then? But it was like a nice duster or something. Right, so it wasn't, that's not sacrilegious. Well, I think it was a sacrilegious duster. (laughs) That was like deeply required not to be touched. Because I think it was for dusting the like the super holy stuff. Don't dust the shiva's nipples. It was a gold duster thing. And I thought, I want to give that a touch because it looked like a good good hair constitution. But... And then they would then. Your hand went. <laughs> it was really obvious. There was that big flat palm going towards it, like, I'm going to give that a good touch. <laughs> I was a cartoon of a man. And then she talked, called me a naughty boy for the rest of it. And it felt oh. a little bit like a provocative porno beginning. Did she talk about your perineum as well? She left my perineum out of it, thank goodness. Oops, I've moved the table. Uh, but yeah, it was really, it was a great trip. Great food. Uh, and Kerala state is. is it's barely India. It's so lovely. What do you mean it's barely India? There's not like that's, all a, the... that's an insult to India. It's nice because it's not even India. Yeah, because it, India's all hectic and frightening. Kerala's like a beautiful, it is meditative. India. Yeah, but it is. But it's really, it's it's quite rich India. They have like full oh, good. sanitation. So they're because right, and... they're not poor. Yeah, exactly. They're good people because yeah, they've but, got money. But being around the grindingly poor, I think we try and we try and do that as little travellers. Like, oh, I wonder if I can find really poor people and go and look at them. But it was really lovely to enjoy Indian culture from people who are really prosperous in India. I suppose, yeah. It's not all povo. Yeah, it's lovely. I, su- I suppose. Sounds a bit bourgeois. It's not bourgeois, it's just going to Waltzing see real around, people. Like, I don't want to see the poor, thank no, it's, you. It's okay to see the poor, and they're lovely normally. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not a, they're not an attraction at Disney World. Exactly, they're not an attraction at Disney World. I don't know why we go and, we go and see them in... in yeah. They're just people. I don't think you go there because you want to see the poor. I think we do a little bit. We did a trip to uh, some hill tribes, and there was a bit of a feeling like, hmm, they weren't really poor enough for me. <laughs> because you do a bit. You can go in to see, like, oh. Oh, either. No, we're near poor enough. You've got clothes. Where's. Come on. This guy's got running water. I was expecting tattered rags. <laughs> you do. It's a weird compulsion we have. It's about. I think it's a romanticism about going to see all the different things in the world. You like get there and go, oh, well, these people aren't nearly poor enough. Yeah. These people are like me. So, so yeah. yeah. I think it's. We had okay. a brilliant trip. And Kerala is a beautiful state in the country of India, which has a jewel to be discovered. You reckon India's undiscovered? Don't try and get India invaded again, you big colonialist. I've got a feeling that India could really benefit from a bit of pointy stick from the British. (laughs) Stop being so bloody poor. (laughs) They've they've, um, really got a really good sense of humour about 
British imperialism. They're really lovely to the British. Apparently they're like, oh, we wouldn't have trains if it wasn't for yeah. you. Yeah, they love doing that. Apparently. They've got lots of lots of things to like the British for. I think they forget the sort of the horrible, slightly genocidey stuff. Also, didn't we give them the caste system as well, or like no. we steroided the caste system to the point where it's like, oh, maybe careful of the caste system because poor people are bad. Hey, I'm trying to do it again. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. You're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I went to Italy. Much more nice. How was your holiday? What about my point I made when I was on my own that all the good countries with good food begin with I, except Iceland. Right. That's not really a rule, is it? It's I, a I rule. I know what you were saying. Iceland's probably got some nice food. No. Pickled fish. Don't you like pickled fish? Nope. No. Yes, yes, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, Iberia, not a really a country. Yeah, Iberia. I agree. Spain and Portugal don't yeah. know much about those foods. Hasn't everyone's got nice food? A bit. Just if you just choose the best food of everywhere, they've pretty much all got nice food. It's when you get into the nitty gritty is where you start losing ground. Like I had putu in India for a, a breakfast Sounds dish. Like a Star Trek character. It's not a spa- Star Trek character, nor is it a racist slur. Uh, and it's a uh, rice, <laughs> <laughs> rice flour and coconut flour blend. It's basically in concrete dust, like uh, trying to just scarf it all down. And you have to have it with heaps of juice. And it's not the one. No, it's not the one. It's, it's coughing for breakfast. <laughs> not coffee. <laughs> like that. Oh, Could you breathe it all cough. in? Who wants whooping cough with uh, Jaffa cakes Very in the morning? Few Very few. Jaffa cakes is a normal breakfast food, by the way. Um, yeah. Are you glad I'm back then? I'm glad really I'm glad back you're back. The, glad I'm back on the podcast. We are currently. You haven't told me anything about Italy. I'll, I'll cut you off. Hold on. I've just. Did you have a pizza? We've not told anyone anything. We're literally just having a catch up. I've realised right. on the, on the this is episode. Well, it's not actually fifty one. I realised I well, did let's it just wrong have last a life. time. This is a catch up with Ben and Mark. Yeah. Skip it. Right. Ten minutes in. Skip it if you're not interested in how we've been doing, and then we'll have a nice topic to one. Yeah, have a true. little 20 minute catch up. Catch up with B&M. Catch up B&M with B&M. in the bungalow. I, I had the so, concept for Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Did you? But it was a porno. <laughs> oh, right, as in like. Dick and domicile. Dominant that can't have been an accident. In the bungalow. Bungalow. Dick, that means penis. Yes. Dom, that means a dominant Domination person. person. Bungalow, bungalow, all sorts straight of things. Straight up the bungalow. <laughs> all sorts of things. Yeah, this can be the dirty catch-up with Mark and Ben. <laughs> this is what this Stop episode is Stop trying called. to make this a porno podcast. <laughs> I'll make it a porno podcast if I like that. It's already a good porno podcast. And we're going to beat it. I don't want to listen to this. You've got to listen to my, my listen, dad wrote listen, a porno. I've got a podcast recommendation for you, pal. It's called My Dad. He wrote porno. Right? I don't care. I've, it's not I've never interesting, is it? No. Right, listen. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the whole premise of it is can you bear listening, listen to this man? If I want to read <laughs> Bad Erotica, I'll just get it on an ebook. I was just listening to something with Adam Buxton, and he was yeah. interviewing a woman who'd been single her entire life and was like, there's no problem with being single your entire life. It doesn't make you weird. And it was the most hard to listen to thing I've ever heard. And I thought, this woman sounds insane. I'm sure it is okay to be single all your life, but she was the wrong example. Yeah, and there's loads of people who are probably single thinking, who is this representing me? I never elected this maniac. Now it's listen really liberating. <laughs> Americans I find pockets. myself particularly attractive. What's up, mate? Italy. Oh, yeah. I went to Italy. Yep. If, if anyone wants to do a mini itinerary, we'll have all heard of three it. key places. Went from Roma, 
That is the capital of Italy. We know it. Bologna, capital of Bolognese. Yep. And then Venice, capital of the Venetians. We know. Yeah. Bologna is not only the capital of Bolognese, oh. though. They invented all... It, you know all Italian meat. food? It should be called Bolognese food. <laughs> because all things, except for pizza, that you think right. of as Italian... Like, name some Italian foods, and I'll tell you if it's from Bologna. Uh, apart, from, uh, apart from pasta no, shapes. Yeah, not pasta shapes. Um, I think spaghetti is theirs, though. Right. Okay. Well, good, good. Spaghetti plan. bolognese. For I'm, I'm floundering for Italian food now. <laughs> Lasagna. That's theirs. Yeah. Tortellini. Good. That's theirs. Right. Ravioli. That's theirs. No. Balsamic vinegar. That's from there. Olive oil. I don't know. That's, that's more generic. That's trans-European. Yeah. Good old olive oil. Trans-European. Delicious. Did you have a nice time then? <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. I. Re- but have you ever been to Venice? No. You know. You know. People say Venice is beautiful. Yes. It really is. <laughs> and, but also some people go, oh, oh, it's a bit hot. Oh, there's a bit of tourists. Oh, and it's, but it's, yeah. it is amazing. Yeah. I've got, it, like, you know, people say it's like one of the most beautiful places in the world, mm. but that still isn't, like, I was like amazed. I was f- real time amazed by how wow. beautiful it was. It's like the most beautiful place I've ever been. That's excellent. Yeah, it was amazing. What's so, what's so, can you put your finger on what's so beautiful? What, what makes it? It's just every well. There's no cars at all, obviously. Yep. Not even bikes. Right. There's, and it's you know, all, all every single corner nice is so, to life. Yeah, yeah. But every, there's all these little tiny alleys to yeah. discover. There's something about seeing a canal go around a corner, which I can't explain why it's so. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, it's, canals it's, are supposed to be straight, but these yeah. ones are all like think, meandering the, canals. What's around the fucking corner, me? What's around the fucking corner? <laughs> it's like when you're it's like when you're in a, a PlayStation game, right. And you can't get into a bit of an area. You think I want to go there. I want to see in that bit of the PlayStation game, but you've got in a force Venice, field. You can do it. Well, you can't because you still can't get around that edge. So there's that bit of mystery. Like what's around that oh, canal so corner? Doesn't go because you can't walk down most of the canals. Whoa. So I mean, but it's amazing. If you've not been, mm. then go because it is amazing. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, I haven't been. And, uh, well, I was talking to the listeners. Yeah, well, I'll take the advice as well. No, you In fact, I'm going to go right now. But then I did play a, a cool trick joke. on my dad. Oh, yes? Afterwards. like we, We'd been to Venice. Margot and I were telling him how beautiful we'd found it. Yeah. And I, and I just said, I thought off the top of my head, this will get Dad. <laughs> and I was like, one, dad. Show, show Dad your ring and his little face. <laughs> his oh. little face. <laughs> Because like, when I was like, I'm only joking. Because like Margot also didn't understand what I said at first, and I was like, so I had to sort of explain it. But Dad had, was sort of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we, That's no, excellent. We, we did not get engaged there. That's good though. Good little if joke. I, I would not be so cliched as to propose in Venice. Of course you wouldn't. You'd be a classy guy. Yeah. Do it in a hot dog stand. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a bin. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that terrible smell? Fish around in the bin. Find the ring. <laughs> Here it is. This is what I planned. <laughs> I regurgitate it up <laughs> from the stench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old. Uh... It's beautiful. Um, I recommend Italy. It's stolen most of the world's good things though. They've right. got all the food, right. the nice places, the beautiful. Towns. They donated it to the world, right? They had it originally. Well, no, but what I mean is they've got too much good stuff. Oh, okay, you mean they've got more than their fair yeah, share? Yeah, they've got way more than their fair share of like all the best things. Yeah. Food, like lovely, nice language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all the all the nice art. They're very pretty people as well. Yeah. You could take or leave the people. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're very pretty people. Oh, they're all right. Sorry, Daniele, if you're listening. Yeah, he's a good-looking chap. Yeah, he is. What? He's an exception that proves the rule. <laughs> the exception that proves the rest of them are total munters. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> munters. Yeah, yeah, total munters. Excellent. Uh, let's catch up with some points. Oh, I bought three tourist tops. I've got so many points. This is definitely just a catch-up episode. Yeah, can be made. Right. Well, listen to my first point. 
So I came back from India with some goals to do because mm. I, I felt all enlightened, all ready to face the world. So I have some like boring professional goals, boring, mm -hmm. boring, boring. But I also decided, I went on the holiday with some very fit chaps. So George Vesey is a very athletic guy. Mm -hmm. uh, Molly's boyfriend, Sam, is uh, like a professional footballer, almost. He's, I can't remember what he is. He's like a semi-professional guy. He gets paid to play football, essentially. Right. That's his job. Yeah. No, his job is not that, but he does that. So Semi professional. Yeah. I think I categorised him correctly. But anyway, these guys are super fit, so I was like, I'm going to get a bit fitter here. And they and they they were all talking about uh, cracking 20 minutes for a 5k. I am quite a distance <laughs> off that. But so as soon as I got back, I thought, right, I'm going to fucking crack a 5k here, Paul. I'm going to crack a 5k. So I, I hoofed it around what you're looking at right now. Yeah, out on the balcony. Out on the balcony, 5k <laughs> on the balcony. Around uh, the little field that's outside my uh, apartment. Mm -hmm. And I made it about one point, one point half a mile. Uh, and my, Why are you doing it in miles when the, the Oh, subject... it's three miles, 5k. It's all the same, it's all the same tequila, right, baby. Right, okay, so you did 2.5k. Yes, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Um, well, it's confusing if you tell it, start the story oh, and keep it to a matter. denomination. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> Metric and Imperial, we're all friends. And so then I, my knee in a big way collapsed to pieces, oh, and course, my yeah. groin then destroyed itself as well. So then I was a smouldering mess and like limped all the way back round, then tried to run again on it, and it was bad. So I bet I had to. I then Claude's doing old marathon. So then I she had. Is that on the weekend? Yeah. Christ. Tomorrow? No. Sunday. When this comes out, it'll be today. She'll have just done it. Congratulations, done it. well finished. Probably. Uh, Don't say probably. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that, but I thought you've got to be supportive when someone's doing a marathon. Well yeah, done for finishing your marathon. It's post, though. It's post. It's fine. If she hasn't finished, it's funny that she hasn't finished. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. She's probably, she's probably not finished because she thought it was funny to not finish. Anyway, shut up. So Sorry. I went to Claudia's physio appointment and she went, oh, I hate to break this to you. I hate to break this to you. You're, you're uh, hypermobile. Hypermobile? Well, yeah, as if you didn't know that. I'm boingy as, <laughs> as F. He's the boingiest guy ever. <laughs> but basically, because I'm boingy... It's like a Stretch Armstrong. Oh, all the Stretch Armstrong <laughs> joints all come come to pieces, like buttered toast. So what, you've come up, you've become old? So I'm old before my time. So basically, it's, it's totally fine to be a young, fit bloke with hypermobility. All you have to do is a bit of strength training so your muscles can fight against your big long tendons mm. but I haven't done that because I'm a big lazy bastard yeah. You've got a stre I, I have to do that with my ankles yeah exactly so I have that but on my knees and everywhere else that exists because I'm stretch Armstrong uh, so then the physio made me run way too fast got all weird and sweaty in her office <laughs> and then tried to have a conversation with me when I'm about breathing very deeply again. yeah terrible insurgence within my perineum <laughs> no nothing about my perineum and um Oh, yeah, and then the whole the whole great pizzazz happened within my health shield, which is my company uh, paid for health scheme thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Are oh, you well, listening, poor all, Indians?" <laughs> that's all paid for. <laughs> bargains, bargains, bargains. And then I had a lovely conversation with someone from Bupa, who said, "Oh no, we're not going to pay because I have Bupa health cover as well." Indians. Gutted, poor Indians. <laughs> and uh, they should all go. We're not. We're not going to give you a referral because you've already seen someone about that particular injury so then I was like listen mate what about if I just call you back and say that wasn't about that injury 
Right. And then they were like, oh. I've got a different injury now. No, don't do that. So then I put the phone down and rang <laughs> Booper back <laughs> and said, hello, I've got a different injury now. Please may I have a referral? And now I've got five sessions of physio. Yeah. Oh. Um, at the same place to put my knees back together. Sorry, you did that by running two and a half kilometres. Yeah, I got too tired. <laughs> too tired, so I thought. Did I'm, you really try and blast it without having run at all before? Is yeah. that why? Yeah, I ran like a right. seven and a half minute mile to start with. So that's. You're, you're all your it's own totally fault. my own fault, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't insurance not count for that sort of well, thing? tough potatoes, that's what I'd say. <laughs> I suppose if it's, if it's your work insurance, you may as well rinse it for It's it. paid for, man. It's paid for. It's excellent. So now well, I'm going to go back to this lovely clinic with this lovely lady that I like, who doesn't touch my perineum, and Good. she uh, is going to fix my legs. Probably. I mean, I'll probably have to do some work outside of the appointments, but that seems a bit long. So I'm hoping that the work gets done in the appointments and I don't have to do the rest of it. Uh, and then my legs will be great big muscular tree trunks and I'll run <laughs> 5k in two and a half minutes flat. Well, I'm I'm in the midst of planning my next half marathon. Oh. Before which I will not one. break my arm. The last one went well, did it? No. <laughs> I looked back at my text the other day and just the, the text before I sent to Margot when I was going, I've just gone to hospital, I've fractured my arm. The one yeah. before that was just been for a run, feeling really strong. Mm. That and I was—I looked back at that. I thought, ah, oh, that is depressing. That's gutting. I, my body was totally ready to run a half marathon, and then my yeah, little yeah. elbow went no. <laughs> oh, tired. Bastard Flopped elbow. you all the way over. You've got over it now, and now you're going to run your next 5k. When's your next? Uh, sorry, next half marathon. Probably August or September. Have you got one pinpointed? Maybe one in Wales, Lake Vernon. Oh, that'd be lovely. It will. Picturesque. Or maybe the Great Eastern Run, of course. Of which course. Is October. Everyone knows it. Uh, oh Christ! <laughs> what I was say. Uh, it's warmest day of the year. Very warm. That's stupid, isn't it? Because uh, warmest because day in April since 1949. That's a better stat because they keep saying warmest day of the year every day. But it's like it's going to get it was warmer. Winter. Yeah, it was winter a minute ago. <laughs> now it's spring. It'll get warmer in summer. Well, it was very warm today. But it's that thing like on probably January the 15th, it, yeah. it got oh, to 11 degrees. It's like, yeah. So far. Why is no one caring then? Doesn't yeah. matter if it's the warmest day of the year. Alright, shall I send you a little notification next year for every in- increment of warmth we get over yeah, every, January the 1st? Every time it's the warmest day <laughs> oh, of the year so warmest far. Warmest day of the year. <laughs> that would be a really good, annoying notification to set up <laughs> yeah. on someone's phone. <laughs> it would. I mean, I guess it's interesting to know that. Yeah. But then, but then you get very depressed. All you need is a graph. Time. Just look at a graph every month and be like, "All oh, right, warm this day." Yeah, yeah, it's got warmer. Ah, yeah. But I mean, you don't need to be told, do you? No, no. everyone's going on about it. Yeah. Also, don't, I like it when it's this weird transitionary point of warmth. Some people are a bit skeptical of the warmth, mm. and they still wear coat and jeans and boots. Oh, in Italy, they're mad. They don't change the. Apparently, they don't change. They don't turn the radiators off until the end of April, no matter what the weather <laughs> so the is doing. The radiators are governed by calendar year. Yeah, calendar month. Yeah, not, they don't care about. And all the people they're wearing coats. It's like, nah, it, <laughs> it can't be hot. I can't do an Italian accent. So no. Do, no, hold on. Like it can't be hot. It's yeah, it's fine. So I put the make coat. So it's like man's Although not think, hot, but. In an Italian accent. That would have worked better in Midsummer, wouldn't it, that song? Yes. Maybe it might, might have had a bit more legs. It's going to have a big comeback, I think, Man's Not Hot. You just what? Watch this I did space. say it today, Man's oh. Not Hot. Man's Not Hot? Because you didn't bit. take a big puffer jacket off. There are already people going, oh, it's too hot now, though. Oof, so we are... I wish it had cooled down. Yeah. Oh, don't, Everyone... don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. We need this <laughs> weather to stay. Yeah, we do, though. We do. But we're, we're talking of Italy. No, we were I bought three tourist T-shirts when I was there. 
That's so many t-shirts. One for Rome and two for Venice. Blimey. I'll show you my wall hanging I bought from India. That can be just between me and you. <laughs> I've Because I've got a brand new style now. Oh yeah? Brand Excellent. What I, is it? I'm going to wear only so you've three moved... types of t-shirts. Yes. Well, move from what were you going to say? Well, you move from sort of uh, pirate-based normcore. <laughs> where you were before. What? With, a, with a, a smattering of William Tell. I'm now only going to wear tourist t-shirts specific to cities right band t-shirts and yep. football tops that's all I'm going to wear right I mean that's quite good that's and, a, that's and everyone will be like have you seen Mark he only wears band, band t-shirts yeah. football tops and, uh, and does he know tops? what H&M is and they'll be like no it doesn't go no it doesn't go <laughs> he thinks it's for bastards <laughs> no he doesn't like him <laughs> what, what, what's the I mean I like it so you what so you're totally themed now so you'll always be yourself. like alright oh, Mark is wearing the theme of Manchester United yeah uh, as if I you wear, would a, wear a Manchester United top, mate. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, mate. What about that blind of a game that was on before? Did you see it? Did you see a football game? Manchester City against Liverpool. You did. You saw that? No. Oh. I pretended to see it though. <laughs> what did you see? <laughs> there was a football game. Three-one, was it? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. No, two-one. Oh, was it? Shit. No, it might have been three-one. It was a score. It was a scoreline. That's yeah. for sure. Liverpool won, didn't they? Blimey, did they? Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool won, and then it was an aggregate score. So I don't remember the specific lengths. Mm. How about my depth? Was that in India? You watched that? Yeah. You watched it. I didn't it. watch it. You were in a pub People when it stayed was on. Up. People stayed up and watched it, and Who I went to bed up? instead. Oh yeah, because the Liverpool football fan. guys <laughs> <laughs> that I ran my five k against. <laughs> Did you did you have to pretend to be into football no, a bit? No, they didn't give a shit about did, me. Okay. I was just <laughs> categorised off with the other, or actually some of the girls cared, but the uh, the rest of the women didn't care, so I was part of that. Right. I got a nice early night. There's no, nothing wrong with being a woman? It's lovely to be a woman, I expect. Yeah, it can't be that nice. You've come across sexist by, by Listen saying carefully, I'm not sexist and I don't hate the poor. <laughs> you hate the poor and you think women have got a lovely life. I think life. the poor are lovely. No, you, I love the poor. <laughs> More poor people. That's what I want. They seem very content. <laughs> I could be a nice politician, I think. I could be a blustering politician. Oh, you can easily f- feed a family on a pint of milk, you bastard. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I could easily be that. That could be me. Boris Johnson. Yeah. yeah. I could be a, yeah, a flustered, blustering nonsense. Um, right then, have you seen they've got... Um, yes. I don't know. Have you seen they're re-releasing Spyro? Oh yeah, I have seen that. It looks excellent. I'll buy it. I I'll mean, buy it and we can play it together. Good. We can play one death on, one death on. Off. Um, right. Is that the end of that point? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at that point. I just wanted to make sure you're going to buy it and give me a go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what about you? Like earlier on? Yeah. Uh, we were having a little WhatsApp discussion, weren't we, about who's the drain on who? Because you said, what? What did you say you were? I said you were Robbie Williams, and I was take that Deliveroo driver. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even take that. You were just there. Take there was, that's take out. Take it. Take that. Take out. Yeah. That's why I like that. And then I couldn't really do anything with it. No, but it, it worked. Don't worry, take mate. Take that. Take out driver. But and I, also, if you say it like that, that's barely a joke. That's nothing now. So take that. Take out. Take that's takeout. Take that to no. takeout. Saturday night's takeaway. Ant or deck, I don't know which way around they are, got done for Why drink don't driving. Why do you know which way around they are? Because one of them's called Ant and one of them's called Deck. There's one two of them's people. little and one of them's slightly larger. I think the larger one might be Deck. 
No. Oh! <laughs> They're just two people. I don't understand why people can't remember their because names. Because I don't know who they are. One is called Deck, and he's the one who is Deck. Yeah, but I don't know who that is. I know and has black hair, like they're an two, ant. They're all. To they're two totally different entities <laughs> yes, to me. Yes, they are. No, I mean, the entity that is the naming convention, Ant and Deck, <laughs> and the, the two paired faces, which are apparently Ant and Deck. Is that going to happen to us, then? Yeah, we'll be Ben and Mark. Or Mark and Ben. Let's not have this conversation again. <laughs> but I, I can't believe that because I, I think when I, I released the podcast when I was on my own, mm. that was the same weekend that Deck did Ant and Deck Saturday Night Takeaway on his own. Deck did. So he's the littler one. Yes. Right. And is the one who got caught drink driving. It's just that Ant is a small animal. <laughs> Therefore, I think he's the smaller one of the two. I don't know who they are. Just okay, what would I have call watched? him Anthony then? Anthony. <laughs> Anthony is quite large. Perfect. One that relates to size. It's it's gone nicely. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand why people find it so hard. It's like why don't people struggle with Mitchell and Webb, and why don't people struggle with any <laughs> any other duo? It's only at the deck where people don't know. Oh, for clearly. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're like. They just do horrible TV, which yeah. is not worth watching. I think that might be. Uh, I'm using that as my reason. I'm using it as a special intellectual hierarchy situation, which means I don't have to know who they are. They're just some horrific drain on society. Oh, they're not a horrific drain. Well, I suppose Ant could have killed people when he was drinking. Yeah, drinking. nice drain. Don't belch on the podcast. I'll do whatever I please. <laughs> I'm back on it and belchy. How do you remember that? When you did that belt sheet, you were on the podcast. <laughs> Not completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, right then. Oh, yeah, because I said I was... Like, you, you were talking about the um, take that thing. Yeah. But I was thinking, I'm Monica and you're all the rest of the friends. Oh, in the sense that most stories actually centre around... Monica being really boring about something and just yeah. organising things and going and not, not having any punchlines and then just coming up with a load of points to which everyone else She's reacts. the playmaker. She's the playmaker. And I'm the, I'm, She's I'm the, the rest skulls. of the team. Which sounds exciting because I would like to be a big conglomerate of people. Yeah. I'm imagining this like 90-limbed thing rolling through the city. I'd like to be a Power Ranger baddie, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. To what, to face the Megazord? Yeah, I would lose. Like to, I'd like to face the Megazord. I don't mind losing. I'm, I'm not a proud man. You'd nobly lose. I'd nobly lose to the Megazord <laughs> as a weird... What are they called? Putty? Puttyman. They did make that a putty. They used to make me feel Why weird. Why is that a baddie? Don't make putty baddie. Is that because they didn't want to kill people, so they that's had to kill putty? That's probably what it is. My dad always liked things where I got to kill robots, not kill real people on computer games. I, I think that's good. You should, well, right, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, and Descent, where you had to shoot little robots. I like that. You still laser them in the face. Laser them right in the face and hope they have human pilots. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that one's a human pilot. I bet that craft took at least three people to pilot. I'd like to mention just one thing that happened on the way here Please before do. we before we close. Yep. Well, actually, no. Before before I say that, go on. Sorry, but remind me. Okay. Uh, do you think we've lost our podcast naivety? Do you think we're totally at ease with doing a podcast now? I feel pretty at ease. I tell you what, I don't envy is you having to do it on your own. Because that would be re reignite my It was very entirely. easy for me. Well, you found it incredibly easy. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, uh, yeah, the worrying thing is how quickly my brain comes up with utter trite. <laughs> That's the really worrying bit. What's, what, I mean, what if I harness that capacity to do something useful, yeah. I could probably do something quite useful, but I can't. 
if you so try. I might as well just really apply it to coming up with nonsense. On a it comes out of my mouth in a slightly nasal, boring way. It's lucky we've got loads of listeners. Heaps of listeners, over a hundred a week. Still, yeah. Are we still are we still going strong on our listeners? Yeah, we're doing fine. So on the way here, pats on the back. I came I came on the overground, and there was a homeless guy. Sometimes you get we get them a lot more in Paris, but like you get. You, that bumblebee is at altitude. <laughs> we are, we're on the ninth floor. We're on the ninth floor of a of a balcony, and a bumblebee just did a fly past. Flies high up for a bumblebee. He's high. He's a high guy. I've never seen a bumblebee at that height before. Yeah, that was a, that was a lofty. He had ideas above his station. <laughs> anyway, so I was on the I, I was on the tube on the overground. Sometimes mm. homeless people come on the come on the tube and go, "I'm homeless. Yep. Help me." There was another homeless guy, though, sitting in the audience. Yeah. And so the guy was like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm homeless and I'd like your help. And the, and, and the, the homeless guy that was sitting down was Scottish and heckled him. He was like, I'll give you a home for the night. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't worry, I'll give you a home. And he was like, he was looking around for like people. I was laughing because I thought, that's really funny because this guy, he knows he's homeless. <laughs> he's obvious that this guy's homeless. And like, oh, don't worry, I'll put you up for the night. And, uh, and he just left the guy talking. Aww. So he kind of made, yeah, I mean, he didn't really help anyone with that. But, you know, he got his little joke out there. That's so funny. Yeah. That I saw another instance of a lady who was really hunched over a million times on like a crutch with a little um, little cup shaking while I was cycling home, shaking her little cup, and you know saying, "Oh, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I need a little place to stay." And a, and a guy, a homeless guy on crutches, came by and like dipped his hand in her <laughs> cup, and then she stood up really upright in a. Oh gosh, he's not really hunched over. And then he was all jovial, like, oh, what's this girl doing? He's <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's unacceptable, isn't it? It's unacceptable. But it was, it was like a really funny way. I wasn't trying to like yeah. put a mob against it. It was a bit like, oh, Coulter, cheeky, cheeky. It's so funny we've had That's those experiences weird. directly next to each other. That's funny, but I mean, also it means no one gives those people any money because yeah. everyone goes, oh, I've got away with it. I was ready to give that guy one pound fifty. I had it in my pocket just in case of ready to go. Person. Yeah. In yeah. case a homeless person came past, and then like the Scottish guy upstaged him, and then he just sort of walked <laughs> off in a huff. The guy, that's funny, so I didn't get oh, a chance. Yeah, all annoyed about his opportunity being mucked <laughs> yeah. up by this other guy. So the moral of the story is: don't dip your hand in a, a homeless lady's bucket. Oh and don't, dear, and don't... oh dear! What about the double entendre? <laughs> I didn't there? mean bucket. Crikey, Moses! <laughs> Thank you it. for joining us. This has been the Mark and Ben. You've enjoyed it, I imagine. It was episode fifty-one, and damn it, if you think there was a forty-nine that we missed, okay? <laughs> don't you dare, you dirty dog! This has been a catch-up with the Mark and Ben, sponsored by the Mark and Ben. We continue to monster on about nothing. Have a lovely time. Have a sweet week. Sweet week. Thank you very much for listening to that bit of podcast that you listened to. And if you want to get in touch with us on social media, we are The Mark and Ben on everything, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Woohoo!